It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. A fine pair brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. It's Friday, December 9th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Sorry, I got you mid-bite of something there, didn't I? It was an apple. It's fine. Uh, I've, I've been trying to eat this apple for three hours now. Because we started eating them at six in the morning. We did, and then I let it be for a little segment. bit. And then I was trying to like eat it, but then things just kept happening. So it's been it's the longest lasting apple. Also, we were talking about how big they are. So I mean, yeah, you're gonna hear that on today's podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a pretty long podcast. I'd like to give you a longer podcast on Fridays, just because we're not hanging out all weekend. So. No. If you miss us, then there's lots of us to listen to here. Uh, on the show today, our, one of our coworkers has a weird disease that we've never heard of before. He comes on to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, a baseball conspiracy, an etymology, a new coin coming into circulation in Canada. Perhaps you heard about this. Uh, maybe not the worst Christmas song ever, but definitely the whiniest. Oh my God, it's annoying. Sean has got an update on chapped ass cream, which we talked about earlier this week. <laughs> All the info you need on chapped ass cream. She's got you. Yeah. We're going to talk about the most exhausting jobs. Uh, An all-female space crew and some of the advantages and challenges that presents. A different take on the the Christmas story, the birth of Christ. (laughs) Sean went to try to meet Gene Simmons yesterday. It was unsuccessful, but it wasn't a total waste of a trip. First, you're out of context. Clip of the show. Okay. That's outrageous. Okay, hold on. Now I have, let's see if mine's crunchier. VNS in 20 minutes or less. So uh, McKenna's been sending these apples in my lunch. Yes, my wife makes my lunches yep. still. It's very nice. It's adorable. Um, and these, I don't know if you've seen these apples. They're outrageous. Okay, so I I go and select my apples, and I always go for the bigger because you want it, right? Like you look at the big apples, big, you're like, go ones. go for the big. They got so big, I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back up. Like that is an <laughs> apple for three, okay? That is okay. a big apple. Let me see if I actually have one. My yeah, yeah, let me take a look. They are. Let's see if I got one of these freakish apples today. They're like, yeah, like look at this thing. Oh, so, mine's bigger. Hold really? on. <laughs> Let me get my apple. Get your apple. Go get that apple. Here so, like normally they're from BC. This is a product of the USA. This is look at the size of this thing. Holy man! I know mine's and bigger. This is they're so like they're so big and round and red and perfect. Yeah. And then when you bite into them, the crackle that it makes is and, and then they're I can't believe I'm going to say this. They're too juicy. Yeah. Like it's a mess to eat it. They're so like my hands are all sticky by the end. It's on my clothes. So I eat this when we're doing the show together, and there has been times where I think I've sprayed you with it. <laughs> And I think you've been nice enough not to say anything, but it'll go against the screen and it'll like squish up against your mic over there. Yeah, and I don't know what's up with these. No, they're freakish apples. Normally, I think the apples come from BC, don't mm-hmm. they? But these, yeah. Are, yeah, these are whatever they got going on in the States. Whatever. It's very strange. Here. I'm just going to clean it off. Are you going to take a crunch? Just, yeah, just have a I don't want to ruin my ready. apple yet. This is too early. Okay. That's outrageous. Okay, hold on. I have, let's see if mine's crunchier. What are, what are we doing? Happy I don't know, Friday. but the and GMOs in these apples are out of con- They're just Everyone loaded. Everyone just go and get some apples, okay? With GMOs. Put the, apples for three or four. <laughs> the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Well, I waited in this line for an event yesterday to try and get Gene Simmons from Kiss to sign something for me because he was in town, as you probably noticed. Yeah. 
Um, I waited an hour and a half outside, and then I was told that Jean was leaving, so I didn't wind up getting anything signed. I was very sad about the whole thing. I knew that that was probably going to happen, though. There was a chance of not meeting him. I just wanted to try because, of course, my boyfriend, massive kiss I was going to say, this was for your boyfriend, This was right? not for this me. Wasn't this was for you to meet Gene Simmons. This I just was- thought it would be a great Christmas gift to get this bottle of vodka signed by him, so I, I just wanted to be a good girlfriend. I tried my best. Didn't work out. Anyway, I also wanted to do a little Terry research. I was like, okay, well, even if I don't get in, I can yeah, go and check out the Terry's. Well, we said yesterday before you were leaving, yep. and I was like, at the very least, you're going to have an hour and a bit of great Terry watching. Yeah. So... And there were a couple Terry's back there, but what I realized is that we've severely underestimated the number of female Terry's in Calgary. Terry's with an I? Terry's with an I. There were way more female Terry's wow. than male ones there. It was crazy. There was a woman who looked identical to Sharon Osborne. She had the spiky red hair and the blue eye, and she was done to the nines, and she was walking. There were a ton of cougars like that, just dressed up. There was one woman in the full kiss makeup, all probably... Mid sixties, I'd say. Okay, yeah, Something that'd like be that. right around the age group for mm-hmm. Kiss's biggest fans, right? And this is what I think it was. It was a lot of women who wanted, you know, they were big, big fans of Gene Simmons <laughs> earlier, and now at about sixty-five, they wanted their chance at a groupie, yeah. right? Probably now, since divorced, maybe a couple times, they're like, "Now's my shot." Now, Now's my shot. Did some of these girl Terries also not get in to meet him? Yeah. Were they upset? They were upset. There was one Terry who was the most ex- upset, though. He went <laughs> off. Like, he he was not happy. He was... I, I, I think I speak for all the Terrys here when streak. I say this is a bunch of BS. This is... <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't good. Uh, there was some kids in the lineup that, that, like, their parents were shielding their ears as Terry just had a little moment. It was fine. You knew that was going to happen. But a couple tears were shed in the. Oh no! Yeah, a couple tears were I shed. I mean, that does suck to stand in line forever and not get to meet him. I, I get mean, it that. was the Cougars, the, the female Cougar. They were there were some tears shed by them too. That was their shot, and then they End missed out on it. End uh, of a dream. The other thing that's really funny is the entire lineup was wearing black. There were really? no colors in the lineup, which just <laughs> kills me because that's it too, right? Like, Terry's don't wear color. It's pure black, and that was the whole lineup. What about faded blue jeans? Doesn't Terry wear faded blue jeans, not it, these Terry's? Well, it was black shirts. Like, the, mm. the jeans are loud, but, like, the all okay. shirts, there was no color, and that is, again, a classic Terry maneuver right there. All black T-shirts, lots of tour shirts, and uh, then the female Terry's that were dressed to the nines with their boobs hanging out, so. It sounds like... The trip wasn't a total bust then, it even wasn't. though you didn't get to meet Gene Simmons to get this signed. No, it was very busty. Let me tell ah. you. Just- <laughs> <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. My son Brigham is five. He's in kindergarten, and <laughs> he goes to a Catholic school. It was super funny. Yesterday, we were playing Uno, and I was saying, did you learn anything at school today? He said, no, we just talk about Jesus. He said it in his little guy accent. We just talk about Jesus. Amazing. And I was like... Oh, is that a, what's wrong with that? And he's like, I don't believe in Jesus. And I said, okay, well, you can't say that at a Catholic school. And I was like, this, I was like, the the story of the, the Christmas story, the story of leading up to Jesus's birth was is a good story, isn't it? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, where they put him in a nest. And I was like, oh my god, a nest, Brigham. I was like, do you mean the manger? Where they laid Jesus because there was no room at the inn. I am from this point forward calling a manger a nest. Jesus is nest. It is. It looks like a nest. The manger does. It's made of the same things as that is perfect. I just cracked Jesus up. Jesus like, is nest. Oh yeah, I, of course. Yeah. Mary laid the egg and then Jesus hatched on Christmas and there was no room in the inn. So no, no room in the in nest. A, he was in a nest yeah. and. <laughs> Then the pen keeper was very gracious and let them in that way. 
Oh my God, that's funny. <laughs> but they can't linger too long because there are predators around. There are snakes and cats, and the, Jesus is going to have to learn how to fly soon. The, the three wise hen came and bared gifts. <laughs> Gold, frankincense, and worm. And then yeah. when Jesus, Mary was out looking for worms. And then when Jesus was strong enough to fly, they migrated south for the they winter. Everyone out knows of his the nest, Christmas his story. manger. <laughs> We're just reversing it now. <laughs> The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I got reading about the future space missions that are coming mm-hmm. and how there could be some all-female space crews, which is kind of cool. I guess 35% of workers at NASA, by the way, are now female, which is growing a lot from how it used to be. That's neat. Um, but as I got reading about this, I was learning about how this would be beneficial. And I'd never really thought about this before, but an all-female crew has a few benefits, like A... They're smaller and lighter, so you save on fuel Mm -hmm. because of that. You save a ton on food because women generally eat less, which I'd never really considered either. True. I mean, the pool that they get for for astronaut applications is so enormous, though, and it's like the best of the best of us. Could they not just pick smaller people in general if that was their goal? Yeah, you could. But yeah, I just had never really considered that before, and that is is two things that they were saying, like that is the one benefit of if you were to do an all-female space crew. The other thing is, if you do a mixed crew, there is the concern, especially on those missions, some of them are, they're talking about a year and a half long missions, but the concern is that somebody would get preggers and <laughs> you can't be pregnant in space because it's detrimental to the baby, obviously. So, do we know that? Do we I don't know, know the effects kn- of pregnancy? That's a good question. They seem to think that it would be detrimental. I don't know why. There's theories probably, but I don't know. Yeah, no one's ever been pregnant in space I don't think it's before. funny because I like I, I what I think about a, the astronauts who would be selected for a mission like that I think well they, they wouldn't be fooling around in space like they'd be they'd be so focused on the mission they'd be above that but then we've seen like crazy stuff happen in space like who was that one woman who was oh, like yeah. hacking into her ex's computer yeah. from space mm-hmm. like <laughs> she, she plotting a murder essentially yeah like <laughs> it's revenge you're that like was what wild. is going on I know yeah. And I guess if you're there long enough, who knows? You just you can't help yourself, I guess. But yeah, you'd think you're like, no, you're focused on something else here. You can wait until you get back down on Earth. No. Yeah. Well, it's even like, do you remember when they were going to do that? The the first all female spacewalk. Mm-hmm. There'd be two female astronauts going outside of the the ISS to do some work on it. Yeah. And then there were some issues with like suit sizing, and there was accusations of sexism at NASA and that. And I forget who the astronaut was, but she said, she came out and said that like. You know, the public makes a big deal about, you know, the the gender split at NASA, the gender split on a space crew, but that they don't really think about it internally just because they're all so, yeah. so hyper-focused on their work. Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, but there is a, a fairly serious concern about astronauts doing it up in space. Which I, when you read more into it, you're like, why is this? Again, it doesn't seem like it should be this big a concern. Also, can you imagine the logistics of trying to do it in space? Yeah, you'd have to have you have to be like Velcro to the wall or Honestly, something to really make that so work. Like you'd have to strap yourselves together or something. Like you, otherwise, oh no, you're floating away again. Wait, get back, get back. Oh, they oh, have that, oh God! They have that treadmill that like holds them down on the treadmill so that they can yes, keep you working up, keep their that. bone density up, right? Also, okay. like, is there privacy in space? You'd be like everybody else, turn to face outside and look into space. Okay, good. We're just gonna take a few minutes over here. <laughs> you strap yourself into the treadmill. Yes, and then, and then I'll, I'll strap myself of, to you. Hover ominously above you. Yeah, just, 
You're like, you look like a vampire just coming up, floating around. Ooh, no, it wouldn't be sexy. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Justin from X Middays is in here. Hey. Uh, yesterday, we were all just sitting around and we got talking about the most draining jobs, the most like exhausting jobs. Yeah. And we all settled on on one for sure, which I think we'll talk about in a minute. But I mean, there are physically draining jobs. Like somebody, what do you say? If you're digging holes all day, yes. oh yeah, you're gonna go home physically exhausted. Like construction yeah, jobs, tree planters, like that. that kind of thing. Like yeah. very physical jobs. Then there are mentally draining jobs. Yes. Like I've heard, for example, air traffic control is just like super intense. Yeah. It's just like you're 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 so engaged mentally all day. Very few breaks. Doctors, Not that physical. kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then there's the odd job that's both. Mm-hmm. There's the rare job that's both physically and mentally exhausting. Yeah. Like. I mean, a soldier or being in the military, something like that. I was thinking that's pretty intense. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Well, you were talking about your brother-in-law. Yeah, he was in Afghanistan. And I remember he would touch base with my sister the odd time when he could. And it would be after the day. And she was like, he just, he wasn't even there. Like, because you're walking around and, of course, you're concerned for your own li- life. But you're also constantly strategizing, right? So it's that mental and physical, like... It's crazy hot. You're carrying all your gear and yeah. also worried oh, yeah. if you're going to get killed at yep. any moment. Like yeah, and that, constantly having to be on your toes like that mentally. Like, oh. Definitely at the peak, for sure. Yeah. The other one we thought, <laughs> yeah, sort of at the polar opposite <laughs> end of a soldier, yes. but anybody? The, well, anyone who works with kids. like Daycare workers. Daycare workers. Daycare workers. Goodness. Holy. Like, you're on your feet all day. Yeah. Very few breaks. Yeah. And just like dealing with kids is exhausting. Dealing with De- your own kids is exhausting. Oh, dealing with kids that aren't your own kids. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. No. And how many of them are in a, like 20 in a room together and you're dealing with all of them at once? Yeah. It's like at the daycare that my girls go to, I think it's four to one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like four. But like sometimes Still. it's four infants. Like we're talking. And four kids who can't speak yet. Oh my god! Uh, probably can't use still the bathroom. can't use the, not potty trained. You know, so like no. four <laughs> infants that like then are all you're trying to deal with nap times and you're trying to deal with them eating all at the same time. No way! And what's really incredible is so many of the people who work in daycares still keep their spirits up. You know, oh, you yeah. pick oh, them up at man. the end of the day and they, they go in and still they're like, hi, how are you doing today? She was great today. I and hope I'm like, they have how? some really good how? weed when they get home, okay? <laughs> like, I hope that's just waiting for them because you need it. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Hey, I was just listening to your uh, jobs that you were talking about there and you left out one. Like, digging holes. Yeah, that's fine. They dig holes for a half an hour, and then they take a break. Yeah. You ever work, in a, you ever work at a dish pit at a restaurant? Oh, oh you're restaurant? so right. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. That's got everything beat. It's. It doesn't matter how fast you work. They're still yelling at you. Yeah. It's nonstop. It's hot. It's beginning to end. Yeah, you hot don't really, gross. At the end of your shift, they're yelling at you to hurry up and get out so they can so they can go to the bar. They're, they're your workmates. It's just it's just the worst. You're elbow deep in the most disgusting. Oh, oh you're, yeah. You're, you're, you're bottom of the totem pole there you're too. Not even, you're yeah. at the yeah. very burning much. your no, fingers. The dishes come out roasting hot. You burn yeah. your fingers. You have to hurry. You're running on wet, slippery floors. Oh God. I did it one night at a bar that I worked at in Australia, and I quit the next day. They put me in the dish pit, and I was like, "I will." This was the worst well, night of my life. I'll never do it again. Yeah. So a bar is one thing, but a busy restaurant oh, is just no. the worst. It's all—it's just a horrible job. And I, you know what? You, they get nothing for it, and no appreciation, and no thanks. You've obviously done this before. 
Do you, are you, I did do it. It was one of my first jobs as well. It's just, it was just bloody awful. Oh, God. What do you do now? Well, I've gone on to oil and gas. I was building uh, downhole directional drilling equipment and uh, hey. stuff for telemetry for oil wells and whatnot. But currently, that all crapped out after uh, COVID and everything. Currently, I'm just delivering car parts for a local supply company. Okay. Okay. And well, at the end of the day, do you find bad. yourself exhausted? How do, uh, what's your energy yeah. level at the end of a shift? Well, it's still low, but that's because... You're sitting in a nice, comfortable car all day, relaxing. And, uh, <laughs> that's a lot different than being in the dish pit, knee-deep knee oh in shit. At least you're not going home just dripping wet with greasy steam yeah. in your face all day. And when you do get home after a long day at work, you're going to want peace and quiet. Yeah, you are. And you're going to find that in a Shane Holmes Quicker Possession Duplex. Starting from the 490s, these 16 24 square foot paired homes feature large bedrooms and next level soundproofing. Yeah. For more info, visit ShaneHomes.com. Shane Homes, the better way to build. DNS in 20 minutes or less. We were talking the other day, Beckler, about how chapped our lips are and how no matter how much lip balm you put on, it doesn't help. And Alberta is the chapped lip capital of Canada. Yeah, I did get some good suggestions though. Go good. Did um, you try anything? Can I out? share them? Yeah. So O'Keefe's, who make wor- they make the cream working hands, yep. which is like the best hand cream you can get. They make like a lip repair balm. Oh. I tried a bit of that, and it seems to be working quite well. Uh, also, okay. a friend of the show reached out and said her daughter uh, owns her own lip balm company called Yeti Balm. Yes, and it's like made right here in Calgary. So, which I am going to get some yeah, of for sure. Try some of that out as well. And then, friend of the show Krista sent me a message about a product called Eucerin Aquaphor. Multi-purpose healing ointment for dry, cracked skin. It works for lips, as she said, or or for a chapped ass too. Well, and that's what <laughs> that's what I was saying. Is I was like, I think we're also the chapped ass capital of Canada here. Um, and then you were like, well, too bad there isn't a bomb for that. Well, there is. Apparently oh, there, there is. is. Oh, back. Let me tell. There are there are many options for a chapped ass. In fact, you didn't believe me when you said you're like, we need to go back to this, okay? Because we didn't want to get right. down the go down the rabbit hole of it at that time. So I have many options. First of all, you could use the Vaseline like you do on uh-huh. your lips. That's the classic. Uh, or diaper cream. As when you think about it, that's exactly what a diaper cream is. It's cream for your baby's chapped ass, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess so. It would work for adults as well. Uh, there's also an adult version called Bum Bomb. It's called Bum Bomb for Men, Beckler. It is exactly for a chapped ass. So you could go and pick that up. Uh, there isn't a direct female equivalent, though, which is a bit strange. But Is there a compositional difference between male and female bees? I don't think so. I don't think so It either. just seems like guys apparently looking for chapped ass cream, <laughs> whereas women, I don't know, not as I much. I don't want none of that girly chapped ass cream. Although women do have the Brazilian Bum Bum cream. Okay, same thing. Sorry. And that's it's a fir- it's a firmer, but it's also good for a chapped ass apparently. I mean, it's kind of all-purpose bum bum cream, but it Does is it all? legitimately called Brazilian bum bum cream. So so there are some options. You could you too can unchap your clog blaster. <laughs> yeah. With these um, creams. It's funny that I'm and I'm just guessing that none yeah. of them come in stick form, right? Where you turn up the dial at the bottom, you know, like with lip chap. I mean, like, it, it, that would be pretty. I didn't look that into wouldn't that. work, would it? Well, it kind of would. <laughs> it actually, that would be the best way to put it in your in your horn there. You know, like just put it. Like actually, that's what you want because you want to put so. it right around the hole where it's chapped. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Sorry. Turning up the dial. Mm. Yep. Let's see here. Your, your poop odor is like, thank you for that. Nom, 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 nom. Mm. Sweet relief. Less chap. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Yesterday you were talking about Christmas retail rock. Yes. And we both agreed that 
Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time is both the archetypal Christmas retail rock song and perhaps the worst Christmas song of all time. Every time I've walked into a grocery store or whatever, I've that song has been on and it's awful. It's bad. It's maybe the bad goat of Christmas music. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it wins. Anyway. I, I'm not suggesting this song unseats Paul McCartney, but uh, my wife McKenna is a huge Justin Bieber fan. Mm-hmm. And his version of Little Drummer Boy is awful. It's probably, it would be the whiniest Christmas song for sure. I think you know it. Oh, God. It's awful. It gets worse, too, like when he really... That was a journey. Okay. Now, I have okay. to say, I do like quite a few of Bieber's newer songs. I'm yes. not a Bieber hater no, by no, any means. No, no, me neither. No, no, I um, like, yes. And he did release this one when he was 17, and like his voice is all puberty and squeaky and stuff, so there's probably no no reason for us to still be hearing this song it's, it's in pretty, 2022. 17 is pretty late to hit puberty. Like he, <laughs> he's definitely... Did fault. you hit puberty at 17? No, like, but it's not his fault. Okay. <laughs> Just I think he's been like he's taking some time. Last year a friend of the show messaged us and he said he absolutely loves this song. Particularly the the part where it where it kind of drops it. Okay, you know what? It's so bad it's good is what's happening. I just did full circle on this. I'm like, maybe I do like this song because of how awful it is. Do you think you could sing it whinier than he does? I think so. Okay, you want to give it a go? <laughs> I think I win. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> Have you seen the new Toonie in honor of the Queen, Beckler? No. Uh, the men just released this design, and it looks super cool. So it's the regular gold middle, but the part surrounding the middle that's normally silver is black. Whoa. So it's black and gold. What do I search? Just look, new toonie. It'll new come up. Queen toonie, something like that. Oh, man. Look at that. Thing. That is badass. Right? So it goes into circulation later this month. So we're going to be seeing those coming out. And it's awesome. Although I looked at that and I was like, that's kind of a strange choice for the queen. Because she loved color. Like the point of her, she just loved to wear color all the time. So having this black toonie. Now, obviously, it's maybe to represent her death, but I'm like, don't you want to remember her like legacy as a living person? I get it. Yeah, black being the color of mourning. Yes, but you're right. She was always in like bright pink, the or, like, point, like powder blue, obnoxiously or- <laughs> bright. Like that was her lime so, green. Seeing this black tunic, I'm kind of like that doesn't seem weird. Although the tunic kind of reminds me of angsty teens a bit. Like I was gonna say, it looks like a My Chemical Romance tunic. That's like, exactly. If you, if you let them design it's a tunic for emo kids. It's a goth <laughs> tunic, is what that looks like. And I was killing myself. I was like, the the mint should actually just market it that way instead. The goth tunic, because yeah. that's really what it is. Like, I've never seen a, a black coin before. It no. looks so cool. It does. But as you said, it looks like the My Chemical Romance tunic. <laughs> it's like you should. 
This, do you hate your parents? Do you have black hair that covers a single eye? The goth tunie is for you. You know, do like, your parents not understand you? Are you incapable of smiling? This is the goth tunie for you. Pay exclusively in goth tunies. That's seriously. It also would have been cool if they had went with a, like a very vibrant color, like if, like like the queen enjoyed wearing. That's truly well. That's why I'm kind of like, no, no, you got this wrong. Like I love the look of it. It, it truly does look awesome. But that's not what I would go for when you're thinking of the queen. Like, that doesn't look like the queen's toonie to me. It looks like a funeral. Black toonie would be a good name for a Canadian Canadian Indian indie band, don't you think? Yeah, it would. Black toonie? Black toonie. Yeah. It's, it's the toonie, essentially, for angsty Canadian teens. Yes. That's what it is. I'm excited to get one of these. It looks badass. I know. I really hope that a lot of them come into circulation. I'm waiting for it. Give me a goth toonie. <laughs> Give it to me. Get one of them goth toonies. Get one of those goth toonies. Or- B and S in 20 minutes or less. Homology with Shauna. McKenna and I just finished watching this series on Apple TV Plus called uh, Severance. Oh, yeah, you said it was really good. Oh, it was fantastic. It's one of the best shows I watched this year. It's about a company that allows people to split their like work selves away from their personal life selves, and the two don't really know anything about each other. So oh, wow. you, you don't have to like live your workout, basically. Is That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's, it's such a good concept. show. Yeah. Um, but anyway, there's one character in the show. He's a self-help author, and he's like really kind of... He's comic relief. He's up his own ass, and he gives these like ridiculous wisdom and stuff. But there's a passage from this book he wrote, and they say... What does camaraderie mean? Most linguists agree it comes from the Latin camera which means a device used to take a photograph. And of course, the best photographs are of groups of happy friends who love each other deeply. I was like, well, that's not true. That's some <laughs> fake etymology. No. So what, what is mean, the real... Camaraderie does come from camera, but... Really? The, the, well, yes, but not in the way that you think of a camera. So the, came from comrade. So comrade comes from the Spanish term camarada, which literally means chambermate. And that comes from the Latin camera, which means chamber or room. So then, of course, you're wondering, well, why do we... Like talk about the thing that takes a photograph as a chamber or room. Like, why is that a thing? So, um, dark chamber is what camera literally translates to, and it's because the first cameras used a pinhole and a dark room, right? So, oh. it all kind of comes from. But chamber, it all started as the chamber, like the place you go to sleep, the dark chamber. So this goofy character wasn't mate. that far off. Yeah, the whole, like, it's because you take groups of photos. No, 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 that camera came after the or the the Spanish camera, but yes. Yeah. But I had no idea there was a link between camera and camaraderie. Oh, yeah, there is. Wow. So well, color. She's half right. Color me surprised. Etymology <laughs> with Shauna. The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. If you walk into a place that has automated options where you can choose to either wait in line or use the automated, like the kiosk or whatever. Which one do you choose? Like at a fast food place? Yeah, or? say McDonald's or Tim Hortons, even some of them have it. Depends what I'm ordering. Oh, okay. Same with a grocery store. If I go to an actual cashier or to sell a checkout, it depends what I got. Interesting. Because I, I walked into a McDonald's the other day and I found that there was probably double the amount of people still waiting in the old school line than there were people using the kiosk. And I was like, I'm kind of like that too. When I go to Tim Hortons, I will use my mobile app because I kind of order the same thing all the time. So it makes it super easy and I'll do it that way. But if there is a line versus one of those kiosks to use, I tend to still sometimes, my God, I just, I just want to stand in the line. Well, I mean, they're so much faster. 
Like when you go up to the till and explain to the person at McDonald's what you would like, they, yeah. they just beep, 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 and they get it right. Right. Whereas like, I got to sit there and I'm like, okay, how do I customize this? Yeah. How do I? It takes me forever to order off a kiosk. I'm sure there's an age divide. Right. I bet like older people are still standing in line Definitely. and like kid people younger than us are are using the kiosk. Oh, so we're teetering on the old yeah, people line. I we're like, so. that's too much technology for me. But oh, yeah, if no. you have to customize it, it takes so it long. It takes, whereas they can do it so quickly. That's what, that's how I feel. I, okay, because I was kind of wondering, because I looked at that and I always, I'm like, I wonder why this is, why there's way more people online. And there was a lot of, it was mostly young people too that mm-hmm. were still waiting in the line. And I think that's just it, is that the technology isn't quick enough yet at those automated kiosk to make it more effective I think but we're probably not far away from just going up and telling the kiosk what you want you're right and it'll figure it out and then I'll you get can, to that too that'll be weird mm-hmm. talking to the box yeah um, super weird same with at a grocery store like if I have a lot of produce yeah and it's going to be a lot of like looking codes up and stuff then yes. I'll go to a cashier because they have them memorized that's it it's part of when I was a grocery store cashier as part of our training like you had to memorize the 50 most common PLUs or something so and I've forgotten all of them but bananas 4011 yeah um, yeah, that's really funny. You still yeah. remember bananas? No, but I'm the same way. When I if I have a lot of produce and stuff, you have to weigh, and I'm like, no, I don't want to go hunting for all that. Yeah. You're much quicker at Whereas it. They can just beep, 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 unless it goes. There is a gentleman at one of the grocery stores who, if he's at if he's at the till, I will avoid. Why? Just because he won't stop talking. Oh. And if I'm in a rush, it, it it's actually longer for me to go and talk <laughs> to him than it is just figure out the produce on my own. So love him to death. Great guy. But yeah, if you get if you get suckered in there, yes. you're not leaving. You're there was not a cashier leaving. at the grocery store by my old house, and I always referred to her as an artist whose medium was time. Yes. Other people's time. Like it, she was impossibly slow. I Very call nice. these people time bandits. Yes. Yeah, the time bandit is working. I need to get away from him. <laughs> I, I can look up the codes faster than you can yes. do whatever. Oh yeah, and he won't he won't here. swipe your next thing until he makes his next point. <laughs> you're like, okay, okay, okay going on. V and S in 20 minutes or less. Welcome to Conspiracy Corner, your platform for outlandish conspiracy theories. Beckler along with Shauna. Hello. Friend of the show, Fred, sent me this spicy baseball conspiracy theory. Oh. Should I read the whole thing in a sweet baseball accent, or should I just read it in my regular voice? I think your regular voice, probably. That's just too distracting. Sorry. So, the accusation is that Major League Baseball used juiced baseballs, livelier baseballs, to help Aaron Judge break the home run record last season. Interesting. Why do they think this? Well, the the how of it is very interesting, and it's based on a report by Dr. Meredith Wills, and she's an astrophysicist. She's written about baseball in the past. Baseball fans will probably remember in 2019, there was a big jump in scoring, mm-hmm. and it was Dr. Wills that learned that the MLB had changed the ball construction, and these balls were really like jumping off the bat, and that's why there are all these home runs being hit and so much more scoring. Uh, and then the league fixed this for the 2021 season, they came up with a new ball that was back to a more like dead ball sort of construction. Yeah. Uh, but the COVID supply chain issues meant they were short on balls, so they had to dip back into the old stock. So they had two different kind of balls being used. And actually, Dr. Wills discovered of the, she examined 200 different baseballs from this season. She found a third style of ball, too, which they call the Goldilocks ball, which is kind of in between. And she said the distribution of these balls is what's really interesting because more of them appeared at Yankees home games than at other games. Mm. More of these livelier balls showed up at Yankees home games than at other ballparks around the MLB. Interesting. So you so, think that they hand-selected the balls that would give Aaron Judge the most MLB has denied chance. this, of course. Right, yeah. But 
Huh. Is that possible? That's spicy. So you got this guy chasing this exciting record, this old record. He's like one of the marquee players in the game right now. And, you know, it's good for business mm-hmm. to have records being broken and home runs being hit by big name players. So maybe you just, maybe you just float the odd, old, livelier ball into the rotation hmm. in a game where he's playing. So. I mean, it would be so tough to judge because they just go through so many balls. Like, you'd never know which one was going to be the one. That's true. And there weren't many. Like, of the ones that they examined, it, it wasn't a huge number of balls that ended up at Yankee yeah. home games. But like they somebody said... somebody would have to, like, know, and then he'd foul it off, and then have to, you know, bring out the right... Oh, Unless you just put lot. more lively balls into the games he was in. Just hoping that he would... And scoring would be up in those games in general. I mean, mm. you could probably look at just scoring in those games... Yeah. In general, for both teams and, and come to a conclusion. And I don't know if anybody has done that. That's interesting. Yeah. That is spicy. Super spicy. Yeah. Super spicy. Mm-hmm. On the plausibility scale, Shauna, how many Ted Williams heads in a jar out of 10 do you give this one? You know, it has some plausibility. I'm going to give it 14 Ted Williams heads in a jar out of 10. Nice. Nice. DNS in 20 minutes or less. Hey, hey, what did you learn Sam is in here from our digital department as well. What's up, Sam? Hey, guys. How are uh, you? What'd you learn, Shauna? Uh, well, let's just jump into Sam because it's much more interesting. Okay. We both learned this, so here we go. Yeah. So I have a I have a sun condition. Yeah. You, you gave us the name and I'd never heard of it. It's a mouthful. It's like erythropodoporphyria. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to remember that. You. It's mm-hmm. easier to call it EPP. Okay. Okay. And how does it work? Because like, you said, yeah, I have a sun thing. And I was like, yeah. what do you mean? So basically my blood doesn't deal with UVB rays like other people's do. So essentially I don't have an enzyme that like blocks it properly. So what happens? So I'll go in the sun and I'll get like photosensitivity and like swelling and bruising. Like that sort of stuff. Wow. Yeah. And it's like... Have you always had this? Yeah. Since I was born, my mom thought I was crazy. Why? Because I would be in pain. (laughs) I'd from, be like, oh, I'm sunburned. And she's like, no. Because you can see if someone's sunburned. Yeah. So you could feel it and we're just like, yeah, I'm in pain. And she was like, sunburned on the inside. It's, it, that's pretty much it. It's wow. like sunburning in your blood. That's what? weird. Yeah. Because I know people with fair skin, and you are fairly fair skinned, but you, you, can't, you have to be careful in the sun, but it's not your skin that's burning. It's, it's, it's my, the blood. Holy it's my blood. crap. That's, yeah. that's wild. Ooh. You're like powder. From the movie Powder, that guy couldn't go in the summer. That might be too old of a reference for you, Sam. You're quite a bit younger yeah, than us. Yeah, don't don't bring don't give him more excuses to be like, <laughs> who's Powder? Oh, okay, old people. We've had enough of those instances with Sam already. Okay, just pass the Powder reference on. Anyway, so you obviously have to limit your sun exposure then. Yeah, so just like try and cover up. If you see me in the summer, I'm usually wearing pants, even if it's like 30 degrees, just because. Oh wow! Um, Sunscreen. Yeah, I got like crazy sunscreen that is very thick and not that great to wear. Weren't you wow. saying that somebody was like called a vampire way back when because they thought they had that? Yeah, uh, like a king in England in like the like I don't know like the 1500s or the 1600s. Yeah. He was like they called him like mad, but they figured that he had something like this because he's like the sun. It hurts me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> accusing him of being a vampire. I wonder yeah. if that's where like the idea of vampires even came Good from. Good question. Because it hurts in the sun. Good question. Wow. 
Yeah, like my younger brother is very sun conscious. He's very conscious of his skin and taking care yeah. of his skin and everything. And he will. He's never been tanned, I don't think. But we were in Mexico one time, and he was sitting under the cabanas, and he wouldn't come out in the pool. Me and my middle brother are like, come on, come out here. He's like, okay. So we slathered on the sunscreen, and he goes underwater and comes up, and he was just completely white. And we're like, you look like a geisha. Huh? And we were just, and, gay. and then he went back into the cabana and did not come out for the rest of the. I was going to say, and he will never go back out into the we sun again. That. So he'll be in, in the cabana with Sam. Also, he doesn't have a condition. Cabana is Am just a really weird way of you saying that. Yeah, cabana. it's weirding me out. Yeah. Cabana. The cabana. Nope. Yeah. Cabana is good. That's, well, that's, that's wild, good. Sam. I'd never heard of that. Yeah. EPP, it's called. Yeah, and it's like one in every 75,000 people have it. Oh, so you're yeah, one in the 75,000. Yeah. You're special. I'm special. You're very special, Sam. Okay, we'll stay out of the sun, okay? I will. You've been listening to the Beyond S in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Paired homes that keep your neighbor's noise on their side. Want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.